Even though we are ten thousand miles away from India, we should not forget our roots, our culture, our tradition, and our gods. Send her back to the reservation. That's what I say. They're not that kind of Indian. You gonna need that black guy's name for the insurance. You all right? Black, brown, yellow. As long as you are not white, you are colored. That's right. All us people of color must stick together. Right on, brother. Hello? Mina. Hey! What you doing Sunday afternoon? How long have you been in Mississippi? Three years. Before that, I was in Africa. You kidding? I'm a mixed masala. Hot and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> how come they got Indians in Africa? The British brought them there to build a railway. That's how my grandfather came. I was born in Uganda, my country, until I was forcibly expelled. This is my home. Not anybody. Africa is for Africans. What is wrong with you, man? You better leave them foreigners alone, boy. They ain't nothing but trouble. We're just friends. Oh, did I say any different? What do you know about him? This is America, Ma. No one cares. People stick to their own kind. So you think I ain't good enough for your daughter, is that it? The world is not so quick to change. Miss Masala, racism is passed down like recipes. Now, the trick is you got to know what to eat, what to leave on your plate. Welcome to Movie Umpers. My name is Bob Shim. I'm Angela. The sounds you hear may be dogs, like mm. licking tongue sounds, <laughs> clip clapping, blocks of wood getting beat to the floor, things like that. Um, an interesting outfit on today. Yeah, sir. I got my, uh, this, this, is, this is new new year, new me. I love it. Comfy. <laughs> yeah, it is comfy. I was comfy just a little, cool. It's a little chilly, so um, uh, I can do this too. Look, I think I interrupted you before you introduced yourself. No, I successfully did that. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, no, we did it. Yeah, we okay, did cool. The same intro. Cool. We do every Hello, episode. Hello, I'm a- here. Anything else you want to say? I promise, I'm here. And that's it, folks. Have a good <laughs> evening. Thoughts and prayers. This month, what do you think about that sign-off? How are you feeling about uh, the sign-off? It just still doesn't roll off the tongue as easily as Death to All Traders. I think because personally, like, it doesn't mean something. It doesn't have, like, a Death to All Traders doesn't mean anything. Well, but it was from that movie. But I understand it doesn't, it feels a little off. So it has, like, so that one had, like, maybe, like, a little sentimental. It doesn't mean anything, but it has, like, a reason of why we said it. Maybe thoughts and prayers to the haters would be better if someone else was saying it. Like? As opposed to us. I don't know, some crazy person online. Maybe we should find some just weird shit and just play that at the end of every episode. Okay. I don't know. I'm still... I guess I'm not married to it as much. Yeah. We'll figure. We'll have to figure it out. But we'll stick to it uh, tonight. Good night and good luck is is a taken famous sign By off, Edward right? R. Murrow. <laughs> well, this month we're talking about uh, a, a theme we've got called Portraits of the Artists, in which we 
analyze the films of Paul Robeson and mostly Denzel Washington. And we're hitting up a um, a kind of a deep cut. A lot of people haven't seen this one. I hadn't. It had a 30th anniversary re-release not too long ago. This is by Amira Nair. Amira Nair. It's called Mississippi Masala from 1991, written by Sunni Traparavala, starring Denzel Washington, Roshan Seth, who we saw in My Beautiful Laundrette, Sarita Chaudhry, which was her film debut. Mm -hmm. We saw her in um, She Hate Me. Yes. One of the girls that was getting impregnated by Anthony Mackie, Sharmila Tagora, Charles Dutton, who... No one remembers that show, Rock. Starring Charles Dutton. No one remembers that show. I know just what I feel like having for dinner. Stuffed fish. Oh, come on, Eleanor. Stuffed fish is hard. Come on. Crab meat. Oh, come on, Eleanor. Crab meat is hard, too. Come on, you, 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 you know I can't cook. You know how to eat? Just work backwards. Now it's all about The Rock, but once upon a time there was a sitcom on Fox starring Charles Dutton called Rock. You gonna like this here? Oh, Eleanor, why did you have to make him cook? I'm an old man. I only have a few dinners left. The themes this particular week are all about, like, love and race. And, and this is made by the same person who made Monsoon Wedding, Miranair. You'll notice that you haven't seen a lot of Denzel romantic leads. A lot of times, Denzel is compared to, if, if any other black actor he's compared to, it's not our other guy we are talking about this month, Paul Robeson, but more like Sidney Poitier. Mm-hmm. And Sidney Poitier was a dr- could be a strong dramatic lead, but also rarely a romantic lead. Yeah. And there's racist reasons for that. Studios would be pushing back on that idea. So you rarely saw him in that role. With Denzel, maybe the studios pushed back on that as well. I know he did have love scenes with Julia Roberts in the Pelican Brief, but he had them taken out because he had said he didn't want to upset his female African-American audience, who he considers to be a big part of his support. Yeah. Which is interesting. But if you really think about it, and I didn't really think about it until after watching Mississippi Masala, is that you don't see romantic lead Denzel like very much at all. No, not at all. I guess in his role as Malcolm X, he... Seemed very devoted, seemed very dedicated, but it wasn't, that movie wasn't about the passion. No, no. He had girlfriends and he, there were love scenes. Yeah. Kind of. Not Not really. Not really. Not really, actually. But in this one, there is love scenes. You kind of, you chub out a little. It's a little steamy. This movie's steamy. Like a fresh, um, Um, like a fresh biryani just steaming. Like some fried oysters. Like when you crack open a samosa. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> yeah, so this is the film debut of Sharita, Sarita Chowdhury. And you kind of learn something in this movie in that uh, the British, when they were, you know, rub- rubbing their dick all over Asia and Africa, sent a lot of Indian people to go build the railroad, build railroad infrastructure in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Our female lead and her father, are, were all, even though they're Indian, culturally Indian, were born in Uganda. We get yeah. flashbacks of them 
being forced to leave Uganda by the Idi Amin regime. By the time they're being forced to leave, it's been 70 years. Yeah. So they've never known another home. And they do well there. And the father is a lawyer. And he actually is most of the time, like, defending who he considers his black brothers yeah. against, you know, whatever. But it just doesn't matter because he's Indian and they want all the Indian people to leave. Idi Amin wants all the Indian people to leave. They they show a scene of Idi Amin and basically explaining like how he... Asians come to Uganda to build the railway. The railway is finished. They must leave now. I give them 90 days oh. to pack off and go. Asians have milked the cow, but not fed it. Africans are poor. Asians are rich. The Asians are sabotaging the economy of Uganda. They have refused to allow their daughters to marry Africans. They have been here for 70 years, but still okay, no, the man is That caused a lot of uh, ethnic um, turmoil. Even and though all these Indian people were, several of them were born and raised in Uganda. Absolutely. He grew up alongside, he had a best friend that he grew up alongside. It came down to the very last day that Indians were allowed to be in Uganda. And he did not He did not want to leave. He was mm. like, this is my home. I've always been here. I'm a Ugandan first, Indian second. This man who he'd grown up with his whole life basically said, like, look, you have to leave. Africa is for black Africans. Mm. You have to go. And he said to him, so then you, that's when you find out. What about North Africa? One of the, I don't know, I guess, I guess they didn't care about that. But <laughs> Uganda is for black Africans at okay. that point is what they were saying. But it wasn't that he wanted his best friend to leave either. He was just worried for their safety because also this dad, he went on television or radio and he did a... He did an interview in which he spoke Criticizing out Criticizing the government. Yes, the government. And so it's like... They're making all the Indians leave, partly because of what you said, and also, like, you definitely have to go because you're the one who said it. I mean, the animosity was already there. I think it was like the, but it was like the building of the fire, like, he he threw a log on. So, when all these Indian people were forced to leave, I guess, if they didn't go back to India, and they decided to venture west, it is also true that apparently a lot of them went to Mississippi because they wanted to go to some place where they could start businesses quickly mm. and they found that like buying shit like motels and mm-hmm. operating land space was out of everywhere was cheapest in in like small town mississippi yeah so there is act it is actually also true that from the fallout of that there have also been generations of indians in certain areas of mississippi and this is in uh, greensboro mississippi this is what this story takes place in so that's it like this is apparently true Generations of Indians that grew up in in Uganda helped to build the railroads, and then several of them moved to Mississippi so that they could buy cheap businesses to start running as soon as they hit the ground in the United States. But this family in particular first went to England and stayed for a while, and then came to Mississippi, and they did not own their own anything. They live in a hotel of Anil, um, who is some kind of cousin, right? And he owns the hotel. They live in the hotel and work for him, basically. Mm. The mother has a liquor store that she runs, and the daughter cleans the hotel. Yeah. I don't know what the dad does. He writes letters to the government of Uganda. And and Greensboro's a small town, but like I think a lot of people who aren't from the South don't realize that how 
how many black people are in the South. Like, they didn't all just leave post-Civil War. Many yeah, did. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, Mississippi is there is a very black state. Yeah. Which just goes to show how intense the corruption is based on how the politics pan out there. Um, but, you know, if you just incarcerate people and then take away that inalienable right of voting, then you can control them a lot easier. So, yeah, there's this life here and this, uh, this daughter... One day, she acts, She borrows a, a relative's car. Anil, the guy that owns the hotel. And accidentally rear-ends this, uh, this uh, carpet Young, cleaning. Young, handsome carpet cleaning and out, man. And out, out of this van steps uh, a, a Mr. Country Boy-looking Denzel Washington. With like a trucker cap and a yeah. work shirt. I, I, he was hot in this movie. Yeah, and I mean, he's... He definitely gets to play up that charisma. You know he's got the per- charisma. But I, I feel like after sitting through this movie that maybe it was by studios or maybe by Denzel's choice himself. I mean, I would say at least later in his career, he had a lot more determination over his personal destiny. Yeah. But we really miss more leading romantic lead, leading romantic lead, Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah. Apparently his first name may be pronounced Denzel. But we all call him Denzel. I don't think it matters that much. Denzel. 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 Mm -hmm. Denzel. Sarita Chaudhry's character, Mina. Good Lord. The first time we see grown-up Mina, literally she's in the grocery store and she like flips her hair up and it's like, whoa, this girl is so hot. Yeah, she's super fine. (laughs) She's got to be the finest in this whole town. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. uh, and, and, of course, we're getting a lot of cultural interactions here. And even, like, moments of, like, racism are almost played, like, uh, like it's almost the, the casual racism we experience in this movie is played more in its comedic absurdity effect. Yeah. Like, it's almost comical when you encounter the casual racism. There yeah. is strong dramatic moments here. Mm-hmm. There is pointed moments that explain, like, these cultural lines, outrage regarding per- perception. Yes. But it is interesting how this movie kind of toes these lines. I mean, yeah, it's everything from, you know, she is gorgeous. And so there's this rich, eligible bachelor that all the girls want. And he's interested in her, but his mother doesn't want him to marry her because she, her skin is too dark. So what they, one of the girls actually says that either. You, as an Indian woman, you can have a lot of money and dark skin, or you can have fair skin and no money. And she had no money and dark skin. Yeah. And so it was like, nobody's going to want her. Yeah. Which is literally insane, but we've heard that before. You know, there's that whole, like, terrible, awful, like, thing about the the the, the black standard of beauty of, like, being lighter than a paper bag. You know, like, we've heard these kind of things our whole lives. Like, there's entire... Um, areas where women bleach their skin because they're trying to be a certain color. It just makes me so sad. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. But there is, like, even within Indian group and within the black group, like, there's, like, this racism where they almost, like, don't want Denzel to succeed because he is a self-made man. He's, like, he's got this van. He's got his carpet cleaning business. He works with his friend. His carpet cleaning business, while a lot of the Indian people do clean their own carpets and their but his carpet cleaning business is kind of reliant on working at a lot of these motels that are indian run 
because that's, I mean, that's a lot of work, yeah. you know, all those hotel rooms, motel rooms. And, you know, there's also the bit about, like, he does have this van, but he has it because the white owner of the restaurant where his father has worked for a really long time put in a good word with the bank for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so slimy and gross, like, the way that woman behaves and acts towards Willibin, his dad, Willibin, his dad. Yeah, yeah. She has some. It's. It feels very like old plantation. Yeah, it's, white woman. Sl- and you know it's that, awful. And you know this town is majority black too. Yeah, yeah. But the whole like, function of the local in- economy, for whatever's left of it, yeah, is probably more centered around these uh, black people and these Indian people mm-hmm. than it is about the the white people that happen to also control the major center. It's like a mini apartheid or some shit. Mina's father is again played by Roshan Seth. He. Love him. Since he's been forced out and moved to Mississippi, he's been writing letters to the Ugandan government because he is a lawyer to try to appeal to get his land back. Mm-hmm. And so because he felt like he was wronged by by a black culture that he felt like he helped the entire time. But also, well, of course, it takes a long time for the family to figure it out because uh, Mina keeps it under wraps that they have a relationship even though they are discovered in Bristol when he takes her down there. But when he he meets her at a club. Mm-hmm. Where like, she goes with the rich with Indian Harry guy. With Harry Patel, who's courting her. And then he ends up dancing with her, and it's very sultry. And He's trying to make someone jealous, but you can tell immediately they're like fucking magnets. Yeah, yeah, there's sparks there. And so Harry walks off pissed. And he, but they do have a connection and he drops her off. And the second time they go out, he brings her to his house and he has dinner with the whole family. family. And that's where, you know, we see Charles Dutton, who's like this guy who (laughs) is like comically overbearing, like trying to hit on her, telling her how hot she is all the time. Trying to steal her from him constantly. But it's so like out in the open and silly. We even meet him at the bar. He also, the bar is like, leave her here. You get out of here. And so, yeah, he, um, that's like, Usually, like, the parents are like, you work up to that. But he's like, why don't you come and eat with my family? Yeah. And that's how she encounters him. It's his dad's him. birthday. And as Charles yeah. Charles Dutton also works with uh, the Denzel's character. And so we get this, early on, we get this scenes where they're talking to people who work in these communities. Mm-hmm. And the Indian men are like, you know, if you're not white, you're a person of color. So we all need to stick together. Yeah. Of course... There's not a lot of sticking together when thing when people realize that certain people are dating certain people. Yeah, and it just know, seems like this sense of convenience to throw that out there for the persons hiring people to do certain things and to sound good in a moment. Yeah, well, because when she hits his car, they're afraid that he's going to sue. Yeah, that's their biggest. And fear. that's why her uncle goes to him and basically is like, "We got to stay together." And they're kind of joking about it, but they're like, all right, dude, all right. You know, yeah, well, yeah, we're brothers or whatever. <laughs> I mean, they kind of go along with it, but they know better that, I mean, yeah. it explains their true thoughts later on. They, they realize, each other. yes, and they realize when he's like, yeah, we don't want you to sue my friend. And they're like, okay, we, we got you, man. We, yeah, you're yeah, cool. Exactly. I'm not going to do anything. And it yeah, he doesn't know at that the point that thing, he likes the girl The either. funny thing is it wasn't even on his mind, but they kept no. bringing it up. It's like they just... 
kind of remind like he never thought about it and then they're the ones who brought it to his mind and their fear yeah well and so he really wasn't gonna and he invited her to go to bristol and you know she's 24 years old she's she's not married she's been living at home this whole time you have to assume that she's a virgin like you're supposed to be till you get married maybe it's, she's not it's not bristol bristol's it's a not town bristol in i was repeating you biloxi biloxi <laughs> um, sorry no. but before we get to biloxi yeah they have a scene where they're talking on a phone. Oh, God. And they're talking like, what are you wearing? And shit like that. She and, hasn't got no panties and, and on. And she's like, you know what is it? Of course. I don't know. I was just thinking about you. Thought I'd give you a call. Kind of wishing you were here with me. I was thinking the same. Wanting to be with you. What you got on? You're in your pajamas. T-shirt? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Guess we got a lot in common, though. <laughs> mm. So, uh, you thought about what I said? As far as going with me to Biloxi? You know, I'm, I'm gonna try. Yeah. Demetrius? Yeah. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Anything, baby. She's covered up, but you can see yeah, the blanket like but it's very coming off this. a little bit. You could tell that she's nude from the waist down. Mm-hmm. And look, this is a, this one's a chubber, folks. <laughs> You'll chub on this one. Did you chub? Yes. I don't call it that. Look, we can get more into this the anatomy here. You can chub. This is a steamy movie. Yeah, okay, I could. <laughs> this is a steamy movie. Yes, it is. It's sexy. It's sexy. And this is... Um. And I, I, I compare this in some sense to um, My Beautiful Laundrette. Yes. One, because there's a lot of Indian actors in it, and Roshan Seth is in it. But also, there is like a tone. They kind of match tonally. I think... Uh, Mississippi Masala kind of leans more into the dramatic, whereas My Beautiful Laundrette is, well, it's a gay relationship, but it also deals with these class issues but never seems to get serious. Mississippi Masala does get a little more serious. But they do have that same kind of sense of whimsy regarding the ups and downs of these ethnicities and cultures like bumping up against each other. Yeah, and and it's interesting to think about that that my beautiful Andrette story is basically when those Indian folks went into England and did the same thing, like opened laundromats, opened mm. businesses, you know, and were again sort of keeping to themselves and people thought that they were like better or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting like thought that it's kind of like that movie is kind of in the middle of this movie yeah. like when it jumps forward through time that just kind of in the middle you don't realize i, you, I like i don't pursue romantic movies and i think ro- ro- a lot of romantic movies when people think of that and pursue them they have a very distinct formula but these like but this movie and my beautiful laundrette they are romantic movies yeah. purely that also feel very different that have messages yes. but it never eclipses the romance itself, the passion itself. Yes. And when you really, and I find that when I see a movies like that, like this, I'm going to be very positive on my review here in that, because I actually really enjoyed this movie mm-hmm. quite a bit. 
that when you really see an actual romantic film work, it's really refreshing. It is, and it almost feels like a lost... So, because now what you think of a romantic movie, it's like a rom-com. It's like cutesy. It's like a meet-cute and a he-said-she-said and a whatever. It's like a Hallmark movie, but any time of the year, little higher budget. But an actual, like, romantic movie, when I think of romantic movies, I think of older movies most of the time. Those tend to... you're right. These two that you've mentioned, 1,000. I do think the older romances are better than the modern ones on average. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, and it might be something of the feeling of another time that might help those, but like, you know, I'm just Maybe. not going to see how to lose a guy in 10 days or anything like that. Like no. love actually is a little different than a lot of it, but you know, it's still kind of riding that line. It is riding that line. But this one feels different, refreshing. Yes. Totally trying to Much set preferred. itself apart. And that may be why this movie is basically an unknown for a lot of movie fans, unfortunately. It just so happens that Mina's uncles are vacationing in Biloxi and they see his van. I mean, he drives this carpet cleaning van with his name all on the side and the business on the side. So they know he's very easy to find, you know. Yeah, and this part made me so, so mad because, you know, he and Mina have had this wonderful night, right? Very Mm. sexy night. Lots of... Don't we see his ass pulling yes. his... We, he also, like, sucks on her nipple. Yeah, yeah, they have a lovemaking scene. It. I don't know if that's... Maybe that's a body double. I don't know, but there's some nipple sucking there's going some nipple, on. I don't know, because I feel like you could see her face in that shot, but I don't know. But you see some nipples, and you see his booty. And I missed it, because I looked away, but I didn't have you rewind it, but it's fine. I might just watch <laughs> this movie again later. It could have been a body double. I'm not entirely sure. Who knows? But, regardless, there's a butt. And, and, so, and some nip sucking. And some nip sucking. And so... This is, it's lovely. This beautiful night. She even had like a nightmare and he like comforted her. Like it's just, they're really into each other. Yeah, yeah. And it's so good. And then these fucking uncles and cousins like bust in the door. And here's the thing. This is where it all went wrong. Because they bust in the door and they start like trying to pull her out and like fighting him. Well, he's going to defend himself. So he starts beating them up. So then the police show up and, and they're like, oh. him and her. And it's their hotel room. Yeah. And it totally fractures the scenario. And because his business is so tied up into these Indian-owned establishments, a, like a huge swaths of his money are just suddenly gone like because he's almost out of work dishonor dishonor they've dishonored and we her see, family and we see his father who works at this restaurant and um and the father was definitely open to mina like they're not his family wasn't against her but when when it looked like they turned on him they're like well this is how it is isn't it like don't you know like this is how yeah. this would be this is how you know maybe you just need to kind of figure something else out. And there's also this tone amongst the young people, Denzel and Mina, and even his friend Charles Dutton, who claims to be like an actor who wants to go to L.A. Like, there is this tone of like, there's just nothing more we can really do in this town, especially if they're going to just take things away from you like this. And so it's one of those small town movies that it's like, and and it's hard to say because, you know, in a way... Sometimes there's just nothing more a certain individual can do in certain places. It's just interesting because when Charles Dutton is saying that he's going to leave, Denzel kind of looks down on that. He's like, what what good does it do if you go? Yeah. You know, kind of that. Like, you and I have had that conversation. You know, we, we, we do live in the biggest city in 
our state. In our state. Like yeah. the, the most progressive city in the state. Yeah, it doesn't take much, but yeah. It doesn't take much. <laughs> but sometimes, I mean, we have had those conversations like, should we just get the fuck out of here? And it's yeah. always like, I mean, our, our friends are here. Our family is here. But also, what does going somewhere else solve? Really? You know? It's like just to like, you're just trying to like figure out your own peace of mind. and But you're just going into your own illusion. Yeah. But in this particular instance, you know, he at first, you know, says to Charles Dutton, like, you don't need to leave. Like, just, you know, we could figure it out. But then when all this shit goes down and they basically have ruined him, there is nothing for him to do. Because yeah. it's not like he can get new clients. Everyone knows. And to the point where then, you know... Anil kicks them out of the hotel. Yeah. Because I guess because the guy's going to sue them. I don't remember the, or, how it goes, but he's like, you have to fucking leave. Because he's made it hard for him. But, Oh, well, then he brings up that he contacts a lawyer, so he gets that ball rolling again. Mainly because he's trying to rustle up, you know, the shrubs to try to get into contact with Mina again. Yeah, like they won't let him talk to her. Like he even goes to the hotel and her dad comes out and talks to him and is like, look, I used to be like you. This is a good... I used to have hope. This is a good scene. Mina is free to love anyone, to live as she chooses. I respect her freedom. But that does not absolve me of my responsibility as a father. Well, no disrespect to you, sir, but she's a grown woman and we care for each other very much. And I think that's all there is to it. You know, once I was like both of you, I thought I could change the world, be different. But the world is not so quick to change. Mina is my only child. I don't want her to go through the same struggle as I did. Also, Roshan Seth finally got a response saying that he can come and challenge for his property in Uganda. He was the progressive, the great integrator, mm -hmm. the guy who's trying to help people in Uganda the native people of Uganda. But then he comes here and he's embodying more of this stick with your own that forced him and his family to leave the country he was born in. Yeah, he's and, now part and, of the problem. And so Denzel, and I, I mean, I'll post, it's a great scene, I'll post it. Denzel's basically like... Struggle. Str look, I'm a black man born and raised in Mississippi. Ain't a damn thing you can tell me about struggle. What do you know about my... No, I know. I know. I know you and your folks can come down here from God knows where and be about as black as the ace of spades and as soon as you get here you start acting white and treating us like we your doormats. I know that you and your daughter ain't but a few shades from this right here. That I know. There's also a part earlier on that I really thought was very interesting where Mina and her father are having dinner and... He says to her, you should be in school. You, you, you shouldn't be washing toilets. Like, this is not the life I wanted for you. And she looks at him and she's like, there's nothing wrong with cleaning bathrooms. Yeah. And that's the truth. Yeah. Like, we've talked about this so many times. Like, we need people at all levels. Yeah. which You know, like, if you don't have people to clean toilets and take trash, you're going to crumble. Yeah, yeah. There, we, there's still so much of that we need to shake off this yeah. idea that some jobs are beneath us. No, the jobs so that should dumb. be beneath you are the jobs in which you're destroying, looming over people. No one's more worthless than the majority of middle management at any job. Like, those are the meaningless jobs, not the guys that's 
but sanitizing your bathrooms and cleaning your homes. I would argue that a lot of times middle management's getting the work done and it's the high, high ups that. Oh, (laughs) she has a personal bias there, I think. No, no, you're no, right. There's good you're people right. at every level. The middle management place. just got to take. They're just take. They got to take it on the neck where the higher ups won't, and then the the ones under the middle management got to take it under on the neck where the middle management. Well, and there won't. are some people who there's always abuse of power at every level. That's true. So they're getting ready to leave the Uganda, and Mina's like, "Look, I'll be right back," and steals her uncle's car again, and goes and finds him, and he's resistant at first, like he's because he's lost kind of everything and he now he's thinking about leaving town and when they were together at times they talked about seeing the world together not being very nice to each other and then she accuses him of trying to get using her to make someone jealous which he was at first anyway your nightmare's over i just came to say goodbye i'm moving back to africa all right i admit at first i well, she was with that guy, and I... I never thought I would fall in love with you. What are you going to do now? Well, Tyrone went to Los Angeles, and... Thinking about going somewhere, I guess. Demetrius, can I come with you? What? Can I come with you? And they contact their families being like, we're not coming back. It's also so interesting when he was like, I think I'm going to go. And she's like, can I come with you? And he's like, where? She's like, I don't know. Yeah. But you're thinking about going. Let mm. me come with you. Yeah. And then it became real. Was, and then, yeah, they... And I, I, was, I was worried that they wouldn't end up together. Me too. So I was, like, happy that they did. The father does go back to Uganda. Yeah. And he goes, their house is in ruins. Mm-hmm. He goes to try to find his friend that he grew up with and finds out that that friend actually died, like, the year after they left. Yeah. He'd like, been writing him he'd been letters. Writing, he just maybe thought he was ignored. He was being ignored, but he'd been writing a friend that had died. Like, And he didn't tell his wife or his daughter that he was writing all those letters either. I think it was Akello, Okello, because his daughter was like, you didn't talk to him, you know, whatever. But he really did try to reach out. But, yeah, his friend had passed away, and... He calls his wife, or he writes his wife a letter, and he basically says, you know, home is where the heart is. The, and the, the parallels of the dad's hopes and dreams and what he wants and the, the, the him seeking the justice in contrast with the, the environment in this small Mississippi town, seeing how justice is met and what happens, you know. It, uh, it the the stories here move so seamlessly, so smoothly. There's yeah, it's really well executed, well done. And this is Mira Nair who directed a Monsoon Wedding and uh, some some other ones. She's you know probably at a time in which you could do it maybe a little easier than nowadays. Showed some real chops and in getting some independent films put together. And this is just a fine example of an independent film. You know, they and the father doesn't say at the end, you know, how wrong he was about Denzel. But, you know, he's back in Uganda and he goes to this, like, group of people and there's this beautiful woman dancing in the middle of everyone. 
and this little this little child reaches over and like touches his face and he like puts his arms out and then he just is like holding this child mm. and it actually reminded me it was like that desperation of him holding that child because it's almost like in that moment he was like grieving his friend grieving what he had how much he had changed you know, like all of that. And it reminded me of how you talked about like the desperation in which in like It's a Wonderful Life that Jimmy Stewart's like holding that child. Yeah. Like in that moment, it's just like. He's embracing the nothing future. Nothing matters. Yeah. He's nothing em- else matters besides this. He's embracing going forward, whatever that path may be. Yeah. But yeah, some good stuff. It's too bad we don't have more romantic lead Denzel. I mean, if fucking Clint Eastwood is doing like Bridges of Madison County shit when he's old. We can get some older Denzel, uh, Denzel, making some romantic moves. He was sexy in this. He was chubbing me out in this. Him, him and Mina. This is a good movie. Uh, if y'all have not heard of this, then go seek it out. Seriously, watch it. It's actually on YouTube. It's been free on YouTube for years, apparently. We bought it. but <laughs> I'm glad we own it. It, it, was, it wasn't very movie. expensive. You can yeah. find good deals on DVDs. That are of a certain time, but um, but yeah, apparently it is on YouTube. I'll post a link on the show notes. But let's uh, give our review one through five. You're gonna give one through five combined mm. for best out of ten. I'll go first. Okay. I love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I'm gonna match the score I gave for Malcolm X, four point two five. That's what I was gonna say. So this is an eight point five. Yes. Check it out. That is uh, an easy A. Hmm. Right here in the. 8.25s or 8.5 I mean it's sharing the ranks of movies like Fox and His Friends Mm. Nightcrawler Akira The Holdovers The Good The Bad and The Ugly The Searchers What's Eating Gilbert Grape it's at least as good as those movies and who knows you know we've shuffled some ratings around I could push this closer to a 9 if I'm on a good day Mm -hmm. I really do think this is this movie is a, a hidden gem, well worth your time. I think they put out a Criterion version of it a couple of years ago. I wouldn't be surprised. So, it's really good. Yeah, and I'm kind of interested in uh, Mira Nair's other films, too. If if yeah. she's kind of got that, showing such depth of character here. Like I know Monsoon Wedding is a pretty well-regarded movie. So, yeah, and we actually own it. We just n- never watched it, but we own the DVD. So. <laughs> Yeah, we own two Mira Nair movies. We we just need to get around to watching the other ones. So, but that's that. Mississippi Masala is an eight point five. It's a very good score. Have you seen this movie? Do you like it? Click on the link in the show description, and you can actually watch this movie. And it is uh, good stuff. A nice offbeat, sexy romance. Uh, rare Denzel uh, romantic lead. It will chub you out, and ladies can chub too, not just men. So check the show notes for links and other places to find us. Like and subscribe. We will be talking about um, Denzel Washington movies. We got like at least uh, four more. At least. Four or five more. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we're still thoughts and prayer and I guess, right? Sure. Thoughts and prayers to the haters. Thank you for being the hater you've been in my life.